everyone i'm back this is thursday october 20th how you doing i love october love it love it love it i got up early today rare moment for me very early for me which is only 7:15 but i woke up naturally which felt good so i just woke up went outside pl- well here's what happened actually i got some new trees I was watering the trees, and then I said, you know what? While these were watering, I'm going to go take a walk. Now, I live in western Washington, and the fires are really bad, so I walk outside, and it's the perfect weather, except that you can't really walk. You're not supposed to even hang out outside right now. We're in, you know, there's warnings all over the place about the air quality, and it really does. It It smelled like burning plastic out there. But it was in the low, like upper 40s and just really cold. And I was so excited. I put a hat on and gloves and then I couldn't do it. So anyway, but then it just started raining and I'm so psyched about that. That'll probably help with the fires too. Um, And by the way, if I sound rude, I'm like, oh, I didn't get to take my walk this morning because of the fires. I realize the fires are more important than my stupid walk. I'm not... But you can still feel that way and be disappointed that you can't take a walk. Oh, God. Anyway, um, I've also, I mean, when I get so excited about the rain, I then realize that, well, long story short, I've just done some dread research on the potential flooding in my area of Washington and specifically my little town. And I am very nervous. Um. It, it's not looking good. Apparently, because like, every time I meet an old person in my area, they all always, oh, where do you where do you live? And I tell them, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to get flooded, huh? I'm like, Jesus, uh, I didn't think so, but thank you. I mean, every single time. So anyway, to even matters up, as I was looking around on the local news uh, sites, I clicked on the crime report for my town. And the page that it linked to was completely blank. I at first thought there was a glitch in the system or the website was down, but nope, just nothing to report here, which felt really good. So negatives, house is going to flood. Positives, no crime in the area. Um, I guess I'll take it. I don't know. I mean, nothing can be all good. Uh, nothing, when there's nothing to report here that usually, that is a microcosm, that little moment for how I feel about my emotional life. Nothing to report here usually means things are good. Kind of dull in the outward way of thinking, but inwardly, uh, inwardly there's always a lot happening. You know what I mean? But if your life is non-dramatic and things are just kind of regular, is that very interesting? It is, but again, internally. So much happening. I haven't been expressing myself a lot these days. I've been keeping it all to myself, but in a good way. That's rare for me. Holy moly, I'm always wanting to talk about everything. But these days, there's just, it's like, there's a gentleness to me that I haven't really had ever. And that feels good. Um, Okay, let's ask you guys some questions. How are you doing? What new topics are occupying your brains and hearts? Are you as dull as I am these days, or are you just on fire, on fire with emotions, on fire with complications? I want to hear about it. Any new injuries, any new health issues? How is your emotional scale? 
you know, we always do this on a scale of one to ten. How are you? Ten being the best, one or zero being the worst. Man, last time I asked that, I got a lot of emails in the last couple of weeks. I don't know when I asked that. Maybe every time, but everybody who responded was in the nines. Did I say nine? Are you guys just copying me? Was I a nine that day and now everybody's a nine? I don't know. Anyway, it changes from hour to hour with me. Oh, anyway, that's okay. That's life. Um, Are you worried about anyone right now? Put that out there. I'll uh, say my, you know, prayers, my strange well wishes, my whatever, what my whatevers. I'll say it for them. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm worried about anybody. I don't know. I'm trying to not do it. I really, I'm still at that point where worrying isn't happening. I think it's it's great to get to a certain age where you realize, oh, you know all that shit that you were worrying about? All of it worked out. Not, not all of it worked out well, but it all worked itself out. So it, finally worrying seems like a waste to me. God, that's a huge, I would say that's my biggest accomplishment in life. Um, what else do I want to know? Do you love solitude as much as I do? And do you have solitude? Oh, sorry, I left my phone. Or I mean, not my phone. My uh, computer is on near me. Let's hit mute, Robin. Come on, be professional here. Uh, What is the best sub sandwich you've ever had? Or just sandwich, whichever you want to answer. I feel like I've got a lot of questions for you guys. Uh, Something you'd like to buy... What is it? And do you, do you, well, well, let's see. No, what's, what's something you'd like to buy, but you just don't have enough money for it? Um, I'll tell you mine. Mine is I want to raise our house. I want to raise our house, which is a lot of money and quite an endeavor, but I want to do it because that might help uh, the situation of the potential flooding in my area. So I'm obsessed with that thought. That's all I think about our trees and raising the house. That, that's not all I think about, but that's a big part of my brain right now. Um, oh, my God. My new favorite sweat. Okay, what is your favorite sweatshirt? That's what I really was trying to ask, but then I already moved on in my head to mine. Mine I'm wearing right now, which is just a white pullover hoodie. But wearing white is a new thing for me. I can only – I can't wear white normally because I'm working on drawings, and I will get graphite all over the sleeves and my breasts. <laughs> I shouldn't have said my breast, my upper chest. I don't know what you call. I don't know why I said it. I don't. I don't think I've ever said those words on this podcast. I don't really like to refer to my breasts on this podcast, but I guess I just did. That's where I would worry it would get. I mean, you know, because they would push into my drawing. You know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I can't wear white because. I have to wear graphite colored or darker as I work. Um, but your homie here ain't ain't drawing right now. So I get I get to wear white and it looks good. I gotta say it looks good. Um all right. Anyway, a couple of notes on some people who have died. I wanted to I wanted to bring up Mike Shank, who you may know uh, as the co-star, I guess you would call it, of of Mark Borchardt in the most compelling documentary, maybe of all time, to me anyway, American movie. Mike Shank passed on. He was 53 years old, and I found out he had just celebrated 27 years of 
uh, being clean and sober. You may remember he had a lottery obsession on American Movie and he because he had already stopped drinking and doing drugs, but he had almost died several times. And anyway, um, Mike Shank also was a musician. I have his autograph and I have his CD. Of They're all covers. He would cover Metallica songs and various other songs. Anyway, I loved him. In fact, his cover of Mr. Bojangles was in my first wedding. It was a part of the ceremony. So that's pretty special. Um, anyway, very sad. Uh, this is my annual reminder, I guess, that if you haven't seen American Movie, please, please check it out. I I have a couple of podcasts in which I read from my favorite scene, the, the final scene in this documentary. And that soliloquy, I guess, has nothing to do with Mike Shank, but it is related to how Mike Shank became famous, which is American movie. So um, I'll put a link below in so that you can find those episodes because those are some of my favorite episodes just because I love that. I love this movie so much. And um, also you can just search. If you go to Potomatic in my me reading stuff page or whatever, you can search quote American movie end quote and you'll find them. Um, I thought there was somebody else who died, but I'll be damned. I don't remember who it was. That sounds cruel of me, (laughs) but the brain is a cruel thing, everybody. Uh, I also said, I'll be damned. That was weird. Hi, Frankie. My cat is here. Um, I'll be damned. Oh, I know that came from, do you remember that clip? It was like when Clips from TV shows and movies first became viral, like before YouTube even or something. People would pass things around. And I never really watched Walker, Texas Ranger. Sometimes in hotels I would put it on. But there's this scene where um, that kid who was in The Sixth Sense, Haley Joel Smith or something, Haley Joel, I don't know, Haley Joel Osmond. He is a little kid in this clip, and Walker, Texas Ranger, and Haley Joel walk out of a truck or something, and then there's this old guy who asks how he's doing or something. They're on a farm, I think, and everybody gets really serious out of nowhere, and then the little kid goes, it's okay. Walker told me I have AIDS, (laughs) or something like that, and then the old guy just looks at him and goes, well, I'll be damned. (laughs) At least that's my memory of it. And I've always loved it. Ever since I first saw that clip, I am obsessed with that phrase, I'll be damned. But I don't think I can pull it off. Sort of like I try to pull out, pull off like calling people sweetheart or babe or something like that. I've never tried to call someone babe. I will say that. Like a stranger or a person at a store or something. But I love people who do that. Um, I think I always talk about that probably. It's always on my mind. I when I pick up I picked up food I don't know when and there was this person with a Texas accent and she called me baby and it was like she was much younger than me like 20 years younger than me but I was like how did she pull that off and it was the Texas accent sorry I'm drinking um even though it's cold out I'm still addicted to iced americanos I don't know what the deal is with that I need to I need to I mean I have a heater on in my yarn room right now yarn room I have allergies, so it sounded like I said yard room. Um, let's see what I recorded this week. I I, ha- I almost fear, 
what I recorded because I have no idea. I don't listen to these. Now that I do this collage style, I don't listen back. I just kind of stick them in the podcast file and there, so there's no telling really. But anyway, after I stick those in, I'll be back to read you st- something. Um, so stay tuned. For some reason, as I was walking, I'm walking around at about five, like right before 5 p.m. And I saw various um, office workers of some sort from two or three different places that I've walked by in my little town, um, you know, packing up their cars, getting ready to leave. And then right at five, I saw three women leaving where they were working right at five. And for some reason just now, it made me cry. And I'm not, I, I kind of know why, but not really. And I fear, I fear putting words to it kind of ruins it. But long story short, it just looked so nice. And I know it's something that I will never get to experience in quite the way. Oh, there's my favorite cat. Hi. I just realized why seeing those, excuse me, those workers, it's weird to call people workers, but you know, people at their jobs leaving at 5 p.m., why it made me so emotional. It has so much to do back to the topic of the year, work, my workaholism, and knowing that because I've been let loose to just do whatever I want as a person who works at home in their studio, you know, I just went crazy with it, you know? I just couldn't stop. And I think that seeing these people, and especially they were a group and they leave together, it's just something I've never had, you know, and it sounds, <laughs> I know that I have it really great. Like I love working for myself. I love being an artist and having a studio from home and all of that stuff. But I think that it's sad because I've abused it so much, you know, and I've just been a maniac and I haven't, again, I really feel like I haven't lived my life and and I certainly haven't enjoyed it until recently. And, you know, I didn't do it as a teenager either. I didn't do it as a kid. Um, You know, you could take something called zero hour in my high school, which meant you could then get out a period early. But I took zero hour just to take another class. And then I kept, I wanted to take Latin and art. So I took zero hour so that I could take both electives. And, you know, again, I didn't I mean, I thought that what I was doing was fun for me, and it was, you know. I think there's a lot of things that um, – workaholism, for instance. Like, okay, so you want to be a success, so you work hard. Like, there's there's that, but then there's a fine line between that and a disorder. And I definitely took everything into the disorder phase. And, yes, I'm somebody who doesn't need a lot of socializing and doesn't need a lot of friend time. So I was like that when I was a kid, too. So being at home and – working on projects even as a kid, that's fine. But I again, I took that too far, just like I take everything too far. So anyway, I think that those people leaving their building the other day just kind of upset me because, and of course, I don't know them. I don't know what their lives are like. They could be moving on to another job. They could be workaholics too. But what I saw from people leaving their job at 5 p.m. sharp was just something, it it represented discipline and order 
um, and a normalcy. And I do not know those things. I, I just don't. And I, but I am really learning them. And now I know how precious those things are. And so, hallelujah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what else to say other than this stuff makes me really emotional. Does anyone else ever have this confusion on whether they're alive? Like, whether, okay, I'll just speak for myself. I can't tell half the time anymore if my life is just completely awesome and exactly what I want, or if it's incredibly depressing. <laughs> I, d I don't know if it's because a lot of the things that I really value happen to be things surrounding acts of solitude and space, having space from a lot. Um, and for me, that's the best thing ever. But according to the world, that looks a bit depressing and very lonely. So I think that I'm super confused half the time about, about my life and what it really is. But I'm pretty sure, although, you know, you don't really know anything until you're years along into it, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's awesome. So who, who the hell knows? We'll find out in a few years how this period of my life is actually going. I'll, I, I'm sure I'll update you guys. All right, we're going to be reading uh, from my poems, Won't Change the World, a book uh, of selected poems by Italian poet Patrizia Cavalli, who unfortunately passed away this year. Um, she was born in the 1940s and resided in Rome for most of her life. And yeah, she died in June. So Maybe this was the other person I was going to talk about, but I don't think so. There was another person, but I haven't read from her on the podcast since her passing, so I thought this would be great. You can also search on Podomatic under this podcast for her name, and you'll find um, some other readings of her, uh, that I've given of her work. And I'm focusing specifically on her extremely short poems, which are usually her early work. This book was edited by Gina... Al-Hadaf, and also a lot of these poems are translated by one of my heroes, you know him, Mark Strand. But actually, none of the ones I'm about to read <laughs> appear to be translated by him. This one's translated by Ginny Al-Hadaf. What do I care if your nose is all swollen? I have to clean the house. <laughs> I love it. And the next one, life goes on like before, people standing, sitting, and walking. I love that one because that sums up life in so many, I mean, obviously that's what it's supposed to do, but it reminds me of uh, this one quote too from, I don't know what season of Succession on HBO, Shiv. She at one point says, there's just people in rooms trying to be happy. And I remember it's supposed to be a funny line, and it is funny, but it brought tears to my eyes when I first saw that. And now let's go Let's go ahead and let's just, like, open the page to something and see what it says. That's always fun, isn't it? All right, although some of those are way too long. Okay, hold on. Okay. Lame pigeon. Ridiculous, lame, crooked pigeon. When they have defects, animals suddenly resemble humans. 
Okay, that's enough for today. I really love the first one, though. What do I care if your nose is all swollen? I have to clean the house. Um, she's gorgeous, by the way. This photo of her, she I don't know if she's drinking tea or what she has, but I like looking at this photo of her. Very, very interesting woman. All right, everybody, that's it. I think I've done my job today. I'm going to get out of here and get out of here fast. Again, I'll put links in the description for where you can um, find the other American movie podcast I've recorded. And definitely go watch that movie. You can also check out my work at InmanGallery.com. I'll put a link. Sign up for my newsletter at the bottom of my website, www.RobinO'Neill.com. And uh, Instagram at Robin underscore O'Neill. The dreaded Instagram. I'm still on it. I hope you guys are doing well. Take it easy. When I say that, that's that's sad that that's a... uh, it, it, it sounds like just something to say, but I really mean it. Take it easy. Take it slow. Take a walk unless you're in very dangerous conditions like apparently I am. Uh, let's hope none of us get flooded. Let's hope that we don't encounter an injured animal. And let's hope that you get whatever that thing was on your list that you wanted to get that you don't have enough money for. All right, you guys, I'm tired, by the way. I'm so tired. See, this is what I get when I get up early. It's only two hours into the day and I'm ready for a nap. Good night, everybody. You guys, I forgot to mention that you can get free shipping in the books section of my website, www.robinoneal.com. I think I just mentioned that. But anyway, your coupon code is BOOK. I have all caps, B-O-O-K. So if you're in the books or stickers section, you can get any of the books, any of the stickers for with free shipping, which I highly recommend. Also, do you even have my book? Just, just so you know, my book, 20 Years of Drawings, is uh, a monograph of my work. It's got some sort of fake gold leaf on the edge. It's big, it's heavy, it's massive, and it contains, like it says, over 20 years of my work. So you got to check this out if you don't have it. Or, hey, holidays are coming up. Get it for your friends. Get it for your enemies. Get it for your mom. Get it for your aunt. Get it for the kid down the street who wants to be an artist. Yeah, there's a little violence in there. But kids tend to think my violence is funny. So there you go. Uh, Get on my website. Coupon code book for free shipping. Bye-bye. Okay, forgot to mention, this offer is good through Halloween. My producer, um, Maya, just told me. So October 31st, Halloween. You've got 11 days. I don't really have a producer named Maya, but I wish I did. Okay, bye.